Welcome, welcome to another live show edition of the Knicks Nation podcast. This is another live edition. This is episode 17. We are back. We haven't been on here in a few weeks, Chris. It's been a while since we've been talking about the New York Knicks, but it's summertime. Nothing really going on until the Josh Hart contract situation, which we'll get into in a bit. But first, this is my co-host Chris. Chris, what's going on, man? What's going on, and not much here. Like like you said, you know, it's been it's been a couple of weeks since we've been on here. You know, the news has been a, a little bit slow. NBA season kind of slowed down a bit, but happy to be back on here. Hopefully, uh, you know, for a, a good good minute talking Knicks, talking uh, you know, possible things down the line for the Knicks. I'm excited. How you been, man? I've been good, man. Summer's been treating me well. Um, obviously, we were on here a few weeks ago talking about the quickly extension, the uh, David Chenzo signing, um, and we were, you know, talking about a possible Evan Fournier trade, which hasn't happened yet, but <laughs> that is to be to be determined whether or not that will happen at all. Evan Fournier is right now is playing for France, right? Yep, he's out it, there. Uh, is he killing it? I'm not sure. I haven't checked. <laughs> I think he I, I saw a few plays with him. Uh, he made some crazy behind the back play, which was he, like he passed the ball behind the back and then it led to a dunk for France. And I was like, oh, Evan Fournier, nice to see you. But we've seen where was that? You know, yeah. On the bench. That's where that was. <laughs> <laughs> we've seen Jalen Brunson now. RJ Barrett has played and Evan Fournier. So, I mean, we'll get into all of that stuff later. But the big news, obviously, has been the signing well, extension of Josh Hart. Uh, Chris, Josh Hart, man, uh, ever since the New York Knicks acquired him back in February at the trading deadline, he's been nothing short of amazing for us. Um, our record with him has been incredible. And, you know, when I saw this contract um, extension from the New York Knicks, I, at first I was like, wow, Josh Hart, that's a lot of money for Josh Hart, you know? But, you know... Chris, I mean, what if I told you his contract was only three years, $58 million, technically? That sounds a lot better than, uh, you know, what was reported. But I'm, I'm on the same boat with you. At first, I, th- I was like, wow, that's, that's kind of, a, you know, a lot of money. But, you know, you got to look at the, the the big picture, you know, everything that kind of occurred before before all of that. Yeah. And his contract, Chris, is actually three years and $58 million. Let me explain to you. So he picked up his extension, which is what, $12.5 million. So we have him for $12.5 million for one more year. And he technically signed a four-year extension. But in that fourth year, Chris, there's a team option. So there's three years guaranteed for $58 million. $58 million and then that fourth year, you have that team option. Credit to Leon Rose and the Knicks front office for getting that done. But... Yeah, man, ever since Hart was acquired, man, it's just been awesome. He was awesome in the playoffs, awesome versus the Cavs, awesome versus the Heat. And he's just been, you know, what we were missing. And a lot of people want to talk about the the, the contract being an overpay, Chris. But, you know, in, in my opinion, when in, in regards to that, I don't think it's an overpay. You have to look at it in terms of the percentage of the salary cap. It's I, I believe it's 14, 14% of the salary cap, his contract throughout the uh tenure of the uh deal so you know i mean we could talk to him talk about a quickly shortly too i mean he's due for a contract and it's looking like he's going to get one but 
you know, I saw a lot of backlash on this on this contract uh, on Twitter, man. It's just it's like people just don't want to be happy, right? People don't want to be happy. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. I mean, you, you know how Knicks fans are. It's either extreme positive or extremely negative. I mean, it's it's no in between, really. But um, you know, at first it did sound like a lot of money, but when you when you think about the full picture and you think about what Josh Hart did for us, you know. Everybody's just upset because, you know, they're, they're, they're looking at 81 mil. They're looking at, oh, you know, he can't shoot the three ball. Like, he's not a premier guy type of deal. But Josh Hart is that hustle guy. He does the the little things that don't show up on the box score. And most more, more importantly, he impacts winning. And that's exactly what you want from a player. Always impacting winning, even if that's not with the ball in his hands. So I think it's a great signing for the Knicks. They had to lock him up. They had to, man. And, you know, we signed his Villanova partner in Dante DiVincenzo. And, you know, when Josh Hart picked up his option, I was like, you know, something had to be brewing. Obviously, that was the, you know, thing that was brewing. Uh, Dante DiVincenzo signed with the New York Knicks. So, you know, like I said, it was a very interesting um, summer. It's been, it's been a very interesting summer for the New York Knicks, man. Um, Dante DiVincenzo signing, the Obi Toppin trade, the unknown with Evan Fournier. And we still have about a month and a half into training camp. Um, so Evan Fournier could be still very well be on the move. So whether or not that trade takes place, um, you know, back to the overpay, underpay thing. Um, I just, Knicks fans just, they just don't, you know, they don't know how to be happy. And sometimes I fall in that boat. You know, sometimes I fall into the, you know, we need a star now. We need this now. We need things done now, now, now. But sometimes I just feel like Knicks fans, they just want things to pick at. And, you know, all I saw on Twitter was that you're paying essentially three or four guys, RJ Barrett, $100 million. Now you're going to pay Manu quickly, 80 to $100 million. Now you're paying Josh Hart closer upwards of $94 million. Dante DiVincenzo, $50 million, on and on and on, to be a mid-team and get knocked out in the second round. Chris, it's more than that, right? I mean, it's more than that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, as as the seasons go on, I, I think these are all really smart contracts by the Knicks. I mean, we're not really like, outside of what rj barrett julius randall and eventually jalen brunson i mean those are the guys making the the bulk of the money right i think you know these contracts the way that they're set up i mean you got to give credit to the front office once somebody becomes available and and by somebody i mean like a star type player you know these are these are contracts that we're going to be able to move you know i don't think they're going to be terrible contracts in a year or two from now you know these are definitely like you can almost say team-friendly deals. When you consider, you know, an OG Ananobi is getting projected to get, you know, 30 mil, apparently, as was rumored. That's a projection. Um, Jeez. Yeah. I mean, you're talking about a player that, I mean, I know he's a nice defender. I know he's up and coming offensively, whatever, but he hasn't really proven much, you know? And, you know, we saw some crazy signings too. Some crazy money was going around, and I think if you overall look at the pic- the bigger picture with the Knicks, they did a smart job with their signings. What's the mistake? What's the mistake they made this summer? If you were to point out a mistake that the New York Knicks made this summer, what did you want them? What What would you have liked them to do this summer? If 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 anything, oh, you know, you know, they kind of played it safe, and they've been kind of playing it safe for a couple of years now, and it's been working. You know, yeah. you can't really argue against it 
You know, it's not like the Yankees who <laughs> have been stubborn and, you know, just trying the same thing over and over again. I hate to use a baseball reference, but I'm just I'm just trying to compare the two. You know, the Knicks are we needed shooting. We got Dante, got rid of Obi. I mean, that sucked. But what do you think they could have did differently? Would it, would it be uh, Bradley Beal? Would it be uh, Chris Stapps? You think they would have took a shot in the dark with a Chris Stapps? His knee's barking right now, Chris House Porzingis. I mean, that's, that's the latest intel oh, on that. Oh, wow. Already? Yeah. Already, huh? I did. I wanted Chris Stapps. I, I wanted KP back on the Knicks. I felt like, you know, I think I even said it on, on a pod that, uh, you know, what better than a, a motivated KP to kind of, you know, right his wrongs from the past, you know? Um. I still think that was a great signing for the Celtics. Unfortunately, he's on the Celtics. But um, as far as the Knicks, I don't really feel like they did anything. I guess if I had to choose one thing that I did want them to address was mm-hmm. maybe get a link, you know, a little bit taller, just more length. You Another know, because, yeah, that's the only thing that probably bothers me, you know, is that we're a, a small team. Outside of like Mitchell Robinson and Isaiah Harenstein, I mean, you know, as far as RJ, Josh Hart, DiVincenzo, Grimes, they're all kind of undersized guys. And it's like eventually that gets to you, especially when it comes playoff time. You know, that's one thing I wish they kind of uh, did sign somebody who's can provide more lymph like a like a Rudy Gay or somebody in that mold. But True. other than that, I think the Knicks did a, did a good job. True, you know, we need we do need another wing essentially, but you know, it it was either pick your poison, man. It was either, you know, the rumors were Dante Vincenzo from the moment free agency started to the bell of free agency. We knew Dante Vincenzo was going to be a New York Nick. Turns out that we we he is a Nick, right? But I agree, man. I I feel like we could have got another, you know, lengthy big, but essentially I mean I could argue that the the way the NBA is, um, even the way the Knicks played the Miami Heat, you know, even with Obi Toppin playing what 10, 10, 12 minutes a game, they were pretty much they were they're pretty much playing small ball. So I just feel like the Knicks are tr- going to try to beat teams with their small ball lineups and on defense. They're just you know you're gonna have scrappy guys out there already. You're gonna have you know Mitchell Robinson maybe mixed in with the bench unit. Divincenzo is a good good defender. Quickly is a good defender. And you have uh, Josh Hart will probably be in there. So they're just going to mix and match. But in terms of this Josh Hart contract, I just feel like they had to get it done and it was going to get done. So now, Chris, you essentially have Josh Hart, Jalen Brunson, and Dante DiVincenzo locked up for three-plus years. It's clear that what the New York Knicks are trying to do is build around Jalen Brunson. They're trying to make him comfortable, right? They're bringing bringing in guys that he knows, he understands, he's comfortable with. You know, we've yet to see that with, you know, a Julius Randle or an R.J. Barrett, you know, guys that are comfortable playing with them if there are any guys out there in the NBA. <laughs> but, you know, we see what clearly the New York Knicks are doing, and that's building around Jalen Brunson. And it's what they should be doing, uh, honestly. Yeah. Right? Yeah, after this past season, after the the show that Jalen Brunson put on, you know, he made it known that this is my team, you know, I'm the guy. This is the guy you want to build around, especially with the contract that he's on. You got to take advantage of that contract. Yep. And yeah, I mean, it's I mean, it's Jalen Brunson's team. So I think what the Knicks are doing is smart. And we got to remember, 
you know, it's easy to to get overhyped now and, you know, want the superstars and all that. But I think more importantly for the Knicks, you know, this is this is ultimately what we wanted, you know, sustained success, right? Not just putting all our chips on the board, going after any superstar, whether they fit or not. You know, I think the Knicks are playing their cards the right way. They're being smart and they're just, you know, eventually, yes, you do have to put your chips on the table and go after that star. But I think it's smart that the Knicks are trying to find the right one. They are. Rumors are swirling around Embiid, maybe Giannis. I mean, we'll cross that road when we get there. But, you know, some guy on Twitter, it just pissed me off. He was like, he was like, I, like bringing up the mid talk again, he was like, you're really paying all these guys. I saw a tweet that said the New York Knicks don't have a max contract on their roster. Should be Jalen Brunson. Brunson needs to make an all-star team before gaining, garnishing respect around the league. But he's already got our respect. But around the league, he's just getting disrespected too much. So, you know, the Knicks don't have a max contract on the roster simply because, one, we haven't drafted one. Um, two, we just haven't found that guy yet. And we're not just going to pay someone the max contract just to pay him the max contract. I mean, these are this is the system on, you know, how to go about building a team. I mean, you sustain your draft picks, you draft well in the 20s, what the Knicks have done, Grimes, quickly, Mitchell Robinson, and then you extend them. And it's looking like you extended Mitchell Robinson, you extended uh, RJ Barrett, and now you're about to extend Emmanuel quickly. So Josh Hart, congratulations on getting the contract he deserves. It's going to be interesting, Chris, whether or not the New York, it's going to be interesting how Tom Thibodeau figures out this minute rotation. I mean, we've been talking about it ever since Dante DiVincenzo got signed. And it's still going to be a question mark. Yeah, I mean, it's, there's there's a lot of guys, and especially now. I mean, a lot of guys that need to see minutes, right? So how does yep. he uh, how does he balance that? I'm assuming we're we're gonna see some Josh Hart at the four, you know. But uh, but yeah, that that's a tough one to even attempt to figure out. There was a reason why Josh Hart didn't play in the uh, first FIBA uh, game against Puerto Rico, and that's because he wanted to get paid. And boy, did he get paid. yeah. Did you watch that game? You saw Jalen Brunson ball out. I did. I did. I was happy, you know, holding my breath, you know, don't want him to get hurt or anything like that. But <laughs> what do you, you know, what do you think the Knicks, he was a little bit off, but yeah, he finished strong. What do you think the Knicks have, have in their mind when they're watching Jalen Brunson play? Like, do they think, <laughs> oh my God, please don't get hurt. Please don't get hurt. You that's exactly that? what it is. <laughs> yep. That's that's Tibbs. That's Tibbs. That's why he's smiling on the bench. <laughs> Every yeah. time Jalen Brunson, you know, goes through a play and doesn't get hurt, that's why he was smiling the entire game. He's like, don't get hurt, man. Don't get hurt. We need you. I mean, it's crazy, but, you know, God forbid he was to get hurt. That that could be our season right there. Yeah, Tibbs was there. Uh, I think Leon Rose was there as well. But, um, yeah, uh, I think next game is Saturday. But Josh Hardman, credit to you for getting that contract. You are our New York Nick. For the next four, 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 four or five years. And the thing about the contract, Chris, is there was a little nugget. Um, the reason why Josh Hart extended was because while doing that extension, that essentially made him untradeable this season. Because yeah. um, it's a, I don't know. Fred Katz tweeted this, and he he was saying by extending, um, by extend by Josh Hart extending, he essentially can't be traded because something with the deadlines and signing the extension. 
So Hart can't be traded. And if you're going to pay Emmanuel quickly, he's going to have that poison pill contract. So he'll unlikely be traded. So it's it's looking like the star isn't coming till next next summer, Chris. It's possible. I mean, you never know. I mean, I think the Knicks have a plan. I think I think they they gotta have something going on. I mean, this whole Fournier thing. Not to say Fournier is gonna be involved in some type of a star deal, because to be honest, I'm I can't believe he's still on the roster. But you know, I just think I think there has to be more to come. It's too it's it's. I just feel like something's not complete here, you know? You can't put your finger on it. <laughs> yeah, don't ask me what it is, but <laughs> I just feel like there's there's something that's not finished as far as the Knicks roster. A superstar, right? Yeah. I mean, it would be nice, but, you know. We, we keep hearing Donovan Mitchell, right? Donovan Mitchell's going to come here, you know, as a free agent. Yeah, that's for, yeah, come on now. But, yeah, I mean, you want to get into Emmanuel quickly, what we know so far about his contract and whether or not he should be being paid $80 to $100 million. Ian Begley put out something that he expects uh, an Emmanuel quickly extension, Chris. And, you know, we were talking about this early on in the uh, summer. But, you know, the more I think about what Emmanuel quickly should get, the lesser I think he should get. And I'm not saying that he shouldn't get a bag. Because I, I damn sure want him to get a bag. Like, I, I love Quickly. We both love IQ, and we both want him to get a bag. But, you know, I don't want to compare him to Austin Reeves, but comparing him to Austin Reeves' contract, he got four years, $50 million, and it was just a bargain. That may be an outlier, but Emmanuel Quickly, you know, whether or not he holds out until this, if he wants $100 million, Chris, if he wants $90 million, I don't know. But it seems like the Knicks and him, are you know close to getting it done and it's probably going to get done before the training camp that's what ian begley suggested so when it comes out if it comes out where do you think the numbers lie do you do you do you think they go upwards of 100 million dollars because i don't i don't know anymore i really don't know the only the only reason i don't think he'll go 100 is simply because of you know they're they're gonna say they're gonna be like hey man you didn't perform you know playoff time we know you got hurt, but, you know, in the games that you did play, you weren't effective. You know, they're, they're, they're going to use that against him. Yeah. I, I think he's going to get something around, you know, maybe 4 and 85, possibly. Maybe something similar to the Josh Hart contract, you know. But um, that that's my thoughts. I mean, I have a feeling it's going to be somewhere in between that. I don't think it's going to be like 100 mil. Steven in the chat says IQ wants four years, $100 million. He says four for $100 million. Yeah, he's going on somewhere around there. And I don't know, Chris. I mean, I'm just, <laughs> I just feel a little, like I want to feel good about, you know, the, obviously I love the signing of DiVincenzo. I love the signing of Josh Hart. Obviously, Manu Quickly extension is coming. The RJ Barrett extension was just, just happened last year. That was for a hundred plus million dollars. So if you sign quickly to eighty to a hundred million dollars, look, he he'll be a, a tradable contract. We were talking about that, you know, early on in the summer. I just feel like something's off about you know all these guys, these guards getting all this money. I just feel like there's something missing. Like I just feel like if if that's something is a trade coming, is it really? Are you're paying Emmanuel quickly? from for his from his last season statistics technically 
So you're going to tell me you're bringing in a Dante DiVincenzo this year and Emmanuel quickly is going to get better? I don't know. I don't, I, I don't feel like that's the case. I mean, that, that's a... I mean, that's that's kind of what I've been wrestling with as far as the rotations go, because there's just a lot of overlapping players. Yeah. I mean, similar skill sets. They all play differently. Yes. But, you know, they all overall do a lot of the same. Right. So that's kind of where I fall on the same boat where I'm like, I feel like there's something something has to be, you know, left undone because there's just way too many guards, you know. DiVincenzo is essentially could replace quickly, right? Same skill set. Yep. Better better shooter if you want to go by by the statistics of uh, last season, you know. And we we kind of thought that would be the case if they were to get rid of Emmanuel quickly and possibly keep an Obi Toppin, you know. Yeah. But fast forward to now, Obi Toppin is gone. He's a pacer, and quickly's here. And it's a weird situation to be in because I feel like out of those two, the Knicks definitely wanted, wanted to keep one of them. And I think that obviously is quickly. But, again, bringing in DiVincenzo, re-signing, uh, extending heart, you know, what's what's going to come down the pipeline to kind of uh, free up the logjam? Because you also got Grimes there, you know. A lot of these guys just interchangeable in shooting guard spots, point guard spot even, you know. Yeah. So... I mean, what do you think? Any, any, uh, I don't know. In regards to what? <laughs> any thoughts on it? In regards to just like, what do you think could possibly happen? Do you think they just throw out a bunch of different, you know, looks at teams? Yeah, I, I, you know, you're going to pay quickly, essentially, to be a bench player if he's going to extend for the next three to four years. He's going to be a bench player. So, I just is he. Where is he going to play? <laughs> He's not going think, to start over Grimes. He's too small. I mean, do you think though? Because I mean, I've, I mean, quickly has played well with Jalen Brunson. He's do not starting over Grimes. He's not starting over Grimes. <laughs> That's, you don't think so? <laughs> no, I. I mean, we can get into the Grimes talk later. Me. I think he's going to have a big year as well. But you know, we can debate about DiVincenzo stealing his minutes as well. I brought it up in one of the videos I posted. So it's tricky. You know, you're, yeah, I love giving these guys extensions. I really do. I love, you know, quickly getting his money, Hart getting his money, DiVincenzo, DiVincenzo, $50 million, Hart, a contract that can go up to $94 million bench, right? He's not starting Yeah, quickly. 80 to 100 million dollars bench is he he's not starting Brunson the bargain obviously next after next year he'll be due for an extension so I just that just feels off to me paying all these guys look the, the salary cap is going to go up so you know I could be talking on my ass right now and in a few years or that money could be you know nothing but you know RJ Barrett 100 plus million dollars and you know, that kicks in next season. You know, he didn't even start his extension yet. It kicks in next season. So, you know, I'm all for Emmanuel quickly getting his money. It just something feels off about, you know, paying these guys to come off the bench, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't know. It's, it, it is weird. It is weird. You, you almost, that's kind of the, the way that I was trying to justify it. You know, do they start experimenting with quickly and uh, Brunson, you know? 
They say, yeah. okay, quick, we'll give you 80 mil. We'll give you 100 over four years, whatever. Let's see what you got in the starting lineup, you know? But in all reality, like you said, you know, I don't see them benching Grimes for quickly, especially when quickly's that, you know, he's that perfect six man off the bench for us. So do you bring I'm, him I don't in know. with uh, DiVincenzo or a Hart? Do you, like, yeah. how do you even navigate that? Like, how do you... I mean, quickly and, and uh, Hart have been, you know, solid together. But now you throw DiVincenzo in the mix. So yeah. unless there's a trade coming, which we don't foresee, if we're, if that involves Quentin Grimes or Emmanuel quickly. You know, it, training camp is going to be interesting involving all three or four of those guys, you know. Because, Chris, I can make the argument. I can make the argument to start. We can make the argument to start. You want to go down the shooting guard slot, and we can make the argument that quick. You just made the argument quickly could start alongside mm-hmm. Jalen Brunson. Quinta Grimes can start alongside Jalen Brunson. Josh Hart can start alongside Jalen Brunson. Yeah, and Dante yep. DiVincenzo could damn sure start alongside Jalen Brunson. And three of those guys are going to be coming off the bench. So, is it going to be an open competition during the training camp? When training camp opens, is it going to be open competition? I mean, if you had to pick out of those players, who who do you want starting? I, I you know personally, I li- like Grimes starting. <laughs> I like Grimes starting. I like I like quickly off the bench. Um, the the only thing that's going to be different now is for like the first time in a while, we're going to have at all times, you know good shooters out there you know there's not gonna be a moment where like we're thinking oh man gotta get brunson back in there i know he only rested a minute we gotta get him back in asap yep i mean now you got a dante divincenzo you got a guy like josh hart playing out of his mind playing playing hard defense not that you know he's not a great three-point shooter but he can definitely knock down those corner threes yeah and then you got a quickly you got you know all these all these guards all these interchangeable parts that you know, we don't have to worry as much to to buy time for the starters to get back in. We should be able to sustain leads, you know. So in that aspect, I like it. But, you know, trying to figure out where the minutes are going to go and who's going to get what, you know. I mean, Josh Hart isn't going to play 35 minutes a game. I would have to think that's going to go down to like, what, 25 or something. Yeah. Especially if you're trying to get everybody a, a fair shake, right? Yeah. So, I, you, I think it's a good problem. I think it's a good problem oh, to have. For sure. It's but a good problem to have. It's, uh, it's, it's, <laughs> it's hard. It's a hard one to just even figure out, especially when you try to try to think like Tibbs would, right? It is. And, you know, I'm just afraid that, you know, having that problem will eat into the development of Quint Grimes. I could be wrong, but I just feel like you give Grimes – 30 minutes in that starting shooting guard slot, and he's going to blossom into a hell of a player, man. 39% from three last season, and I feel like he can improve. We saw him working with J.J. Redick this summer, but then I could also make the argument for Dante DiVincenzo. Close to the same thing, 30%, 39% three-point shooter. He shot 40. I think his best year was last season where he shot 40% with the Golden State Warriors. Has a chemistry with Jalen Brunson already. Played at Villanova, and he's a he's a – hell of a defender too and he's athletic he's a playmaker i mean i I feel like i'm talking about 
the same guy, but I'm mentioning a different name, you know, Grimes, DiVincenzo, <laughs> and Hart offers, you know, less shooting, even though he, when he was acquired from the Knicks, he shot over what was like over 50% from downtown, which was yeah. unsustainable. It's, it's not longer. going to be sustainable. So a lot of people want Josh Hart started. So that brings me back to the quickly extension. It's like you got, I, you know, when you have quickly coming off the bench and you have Jalen Brunson making a hundred million dollars, if you have quickly making close to that, I don't. I feel like it's not going to be that. I feel like it's going to be in the seventy range, and I feel like that would be a win for the New York Knicks if it's in the seventy range. Oh, that would be that would be amazing. I mean, if if they could pull that off, that's that's a super team friendly deal, and that's that's a no brainer right there. Yeah, but I mean, who's to say maybe the Knicks are just like you know, you know, we got Brunson on this deal. Let's resign quickly. He's played. Uh, He's played well with Brunson. You know, all, all these guys have good chemistry. Let's yeah. bring them all back. Let's sign them. And who's to say? Maybe a year or two down the line, maybe they go, all right, this didn't work quickly. We're going to use you as a, as a trade chip now. You know, it could be that too. It could be something along those lines. Maybe they're just trying to see how, how far they can get with what they got. I feel like a trade would have to be coming because eventually I feel like during the seasons they're going to be – there's going to be a game, and I brought this up, Chris, during my last video, that either there's going to be a game where it's going to be a random November 10th against you, the Dallas Mavericks, and you look at the box score, and you look at other minutes, and you sing <laughs> Quinn the Grimes, 10 minutes. What happened? And then you're going to see a DiVincenzo, 25, Hart, 28. That's, I'm not, you know, I'm not saying I'm mad at that because if we win the game, who the hell cares, right? <laughs> but yeah, it's the, it's like they want to win and develop at the same time. And I feel like this is a very crucial year for Quinton Grimes in that aspect, you know, and I feel like he will take a big step, but don't you get me? There's going to be a game in December where Grimes, 15 minutes for Quinton Grimes. What? The Nintendo 35 minutes. It's going to flip flop, you know? And then somebody's not going to be happy all the time. You know, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of what you, uh, I guess I won't say fear, but you're concerned about, right? I mean, you don't want guys to start feeling like, Hey, I earned this spot. Why, why aren't I getting the minutes? You know, kind of almost like an Obi situation when guys are starting to get trapped <laughs> behind other guys can't, can't get out. You know, if one guy's hot, you know, yeah. tips is the type to play that guy, you know, until he he goes cold as cold can be, but um, I, I think Grimes will be all right, man. I think I think he has a bright future. He's he's definitely you know he's on his rookie deal. I don't think they're too worried about it. And that guy is he's a worker, man. So you know whether he's getting ten minutes, fifteen minutes, you know I think he's going to give it his all. What I would like to see though is obviously when he's out there, they get him involved. You know, run some plays for this man. You know, like you were saying, some some screens, you know, have them coming off screens, things like that. Yeah. You know, I think that would unlock another dimension for us if they can get something going like that with Grimes. For sure. So, you know, that's and that's that's that in terms of, you know, those three or four guys. Emmanuel quickly is looking like he's going to get his contract extension and we just have to wait for the details to come out. Ian Begley pretty much said that 
it's going to happen. So, you know, Josh Hart got his. We just have to wait to see what quickly gets his. And like Chris said, we can always trade quickly down the road. Um, you know, I'm just worried about, you know, paying quickly. And then, you know, obviously his usage usage will take a step back with the DiVincenzo added to the mix. And now you have a Josh Hart for the full season. And obviously you have Jalen Brunson back there. But, you know, if the Knicks play small, you know, it's pretty much that puts a damper on this whole conversation that we just had. If they play small, you know, if they have Josh Hart at the four, if they pair him with, uh, you know, DiVincenzo and uh, quickly and Grimes and they mix and match, mix and match like that. It'll be interesting to see, to say the least, man. And training camp is next month. Oh, man. Time is flying, right? <laughs> <laughs> I know, man. It's crazy. Absolutely crazy. Uh, let me see some of these comments. Only got a few comments tonight. Mel Buster says, Mel Bester says, I'm just glad we got Mitch signed. He was the close. He was this close to leaving the Knicks. Was he? Was Mitchell Robinson that close to leaving the Knicks, Chris? I mean, there was, I, I don't know if you remember, but there was a lot of drama. You know, there was a lot of uh, social media posts. Oh, he still he does that crap. Like he wanted out. Yeah, but I mean, at the time, you just didn't know, right? Yeah. Um, you didn't know if the Knicks wanted to continue with, you know, a big like Mitch or go a different route. So, you know, I, I had some feelings that maybe he, he wanted out, but I was wrong. I'm happy. I'm also happy, though, that Mitch is still with us. You know, that, that guy is a beast when he's healthy. Yeah, he is. But watching Jalen Brunson and uh, FIBA right now, he's him and Jaron Jackson have a good chemistry. And <laughs> I, I can't front, man. I was like, Jerry oh, Jackson, no, come on. Shooting them threes. Jerry Jackson got busy. Shooting I was like, we got some Knicks ties there, right? <laughs> hey, Winhorse said that, you know, these, you know, FIBA World Cup and the, uh, the gold medal, these are where players form relationships with other stars. So just saying, you know, just saying. Belbesta says he was an unrestricted free agent and then got – the four-year, $60 million contract. Was he unrestricted? Uh, I thought they extended him. I think they extended him, Mel Buster. Under I his, don't remember him being unrestricted, under, but... I'm not sure. I could be wrong. You could be right. But, yeah, glad yeah, Mitch is here. But it's going to be interesting to see if New York days continue with the Mitchell Robinson route, even if a Joel Embiid is available. Obviously, Mitchell Robinson will be included in such deal. So it's going to be interesting in that aspect. Chris, it's only a matter of time before we get one through five point guard, shooting guard, small forward, point power forward, center, all above like six, eight. Right? Yeah. Like these. I, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we need it now. That's for sure. <laughs> That's for damn sure. Maybe not point guard. I mean, Jalen Brunson, he's here to stay. For sure. Just Knicks, you're what up, man? Just chopping it up on this summer night, talking about the New York Knicks. People are probably think we're crazy right now. Football's on, talking about <laughs> the New York Knicks. But hey, we love the Knicks. We're just chopping it up. So we brought up the FIBA. Obviously, Brunson is playing in um for the USA with Josh Hart. Josh Hart will probably make his debut on Saturday. And I believe they're playing Luka Doncic uh, this weekend. So, should be interesting. Ooh. You think Brunson guards Luka? I think so, man. I, I think Brunson's going to go at him. He's going to remind him, you know, why did they let me go? <laughs> I could have been playing with you, Luka, but now I'm here. I'm on the Knicks. 
he's gonna he's gonna let him know like y'all messed up. Yeah, and and for all the um, Tyrese Halliburton talk, who's starring Pacer fans? You know who's who's starring for Team <laughs> USA? <laughs> oh man, Jalen Brunson starting right? Jalen right? Brunson starting right? Obi, Obi's over there. He's, he's he. I know Obi's salivating to play the Knicks. Oh, for damn sure. Mel Buster says DiVincenzo is really going to help the team with shooting and three point shooting because. With hard extension, four-year deal, Mikael Bridges has to be on that radar next offseason with Brunson here, too. Mikael Bridges, I believe the New York Knicks want Mikael Bridges, but I do not think the Nets will trade him across the bridge to the New York Knicks. So, Mikael Bridges, no. I do not think will be a New York Knick. Um, it's cool to envision that team with Bridges and Brunson and all of them. And then... Um, uh, you said DiVincenzo was really going to help with the team with the three marks. Yeah, me and Chris, we're just going down the uh, Grimes, DiVincenzo, Hart, and you can honestly make a case quickly for either of those guys to start alongside Jalen Brunson, honestly. And if you want to win, like if if you can honestly, like I don't want to stir any stir the pot, but you can honestly make the case that if you really – want to build a chemistry with all of the starters and you want to, you can make the case for heart. If you want to, you know, be lights out in terms of shooting, <laughs> starting five in these shooting, Chris, you can make the takes for DiVincenzo. Like it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a good problem to have. I mean, yeah, we're, we're trying to get to the specifics and figure out who's going to play where, how many minutes somebody might get, you know, but at the end of the day, yeah. I mean, it's going to be a good problem to have. It, there could be games where, you know, we're not shooting well. Let's let's throw more shooters out there. Maybe we need uh, more size and you throw, you know, the bigs out there. Maybe we got to go small. <laughs> Play Josh Hart at the four, you know? Yeah. There's a lot of a lot of possibilities, man. I mean, I'm excited. I, I, want, I can't wait to see what it looks like. Can't wait either. So, yeah, a lot of possibilities. And Chris and I were going through the possibilities. Chris, what, I mean, pick a starter, man. Pick a starter. Who do, You said you Grimes, right? You said you want, like, Grimes yeah. to start. I like Grimes. I mean, I just think the way he uh, ended his season, you know, yeah, those I was plays hoping you pick someone different because I wanted to debate you. <laughs> <laughs> for the sake of the for the sake of the show, pick someone. No, you pick Grimes. Okay, I'll make the case for someone else. I'll make the case for someone else. I mean, I I could make the case for quickly. I mean, I, I've I've okay, said it ahead. here already. I think quickly is going to be a, a star, man. I mean, if everything falls in line, this, he's a special guy. I mean, he's proven he could defend. I mean. Again, came from not being a strong defender, just flipped the table, and now he's one of the you know one of the best defenders out in the perimeter. Um, we know he can shoot it, even though at times he's inconsistent. But if he gets that consistency, you know, watch out, man. He's he's already learning how to create more, and he's just he's just a demon out there. And I feel like once he takes that next step, I mean, him, Jalen Brunson out there together, that's you mean that's as good as any combo, in my opinion. Yes, they're on the small side. I get that. But you you got two guys that can create, that can score. All right, maybe Jalen Brunson can't defend, but, you know, quickly can help on that end. <laughs> All right, I'm going to, for the sake of the, you know, segment, I'm going to debate Chris. So this is not how I would feel, but this is how I would debate him. FYI. So quickly, I don't think should be starting next to Jalen Brunson. He's too small. And you're saying he can be inconsistent at times, but... Why would I throw an inconsistent shooter in there when I have a DiVincenzo already who shoots 
40% from three, or I have Ooh. a Grimes who shoots close to 40% from three. Just don't use them. Obviously, two different styles of two different style of players, and I'm not comparing the two, but he's just when you have Brunson that bad of a defender, not no. I mean he's not terrible, but he's not a great defender. And you pair him with quickly, good defender, but small, as we saw in the playoffs when Kyle Lowry was simply taking him to the basket and yeah. Um so I don't Turning think I think honestly they'll go with Grimes. I want to say they'll go with Grimes for the full season, Chris, but I honestly don't know, man. Um, the right thing would to do would be to start a Quentin Grimes for the full season and just let him go through the growing pains. But we he has players around him now, man, that are knocking down that starter door. And, you know, knock, knock, open the door, Tom Thibodeau. Yes, you're playing well. I'm going to interest you into the starting lineup. DiVincenzo, a heart, or your minutes will get decreased. So, I don't know. I, I guess <laughs> you say quickly, I would like to see DiVincenzo start. But then it, it just brings in a – it just brings Grimes in off the bench, and does he fit with a quickly – I kind of like that, actually. I kind of like a quickly well, – Well, yeah. I mean, well, that's the, that's the thing. I mean, Grimes used to come off the bench. Grimes used to come off the bench with a quickly, right? And yeah. then at times they would stagger RJ in there too. So, yeah. we could be seeing that. That's exactly what we could be seeing. And, I mean, if, if I were Tibbs, I would actually do that. You know, stagger some of these guys so that it's like a you got a quickly Grimes, RJ, I guess. I mean, who would you throw at the four at that point? Uh, I mean, it would have to be. I mean, if Julius Randle's aren't out there, uh, <laughs> Josh Hart, you know, obviously you would have a Hartenstein locking down the uh, that's a center position. But and then you would have Mitchell Robinson there. It'll probably be Hart to say the least. I mean, I don't think it's going to be an Isaiah Roby. That's for sure. No, yeah. I mean, do they even start toying with RJ at the four a bit? You know, maybe just to keep hard at the at the three, you know, if they're going to go small ball. And then, I mean, just so many options really that they can go. Um, Who knows? I mean, I mean, I'm pretty sure Jalen Brunson's out there talking to Steve Kerr like, hey, you know, let me let me get some of that. Uh, some of those plays for the small ball lineups you guys got out there. <laughs> Eric Spolstra's you know, there, don't too. Don't be surprised, man. man. Well, Spoles out there too, yeah. you know. So, um, so you know, he's talking so highly like, about Brunson. I was like, Come on, man, <laughs> this guy, don't be talking about point guard, man. We putting some poison in him. Spoles like, hey, so your contract? When is it up? Right, <laughs> tampering over there. But yeah, the Knicks have options. Knicks really do have options, and you know, we're gonna know the first week. And I, I do think it's gonna be Grimes, but. If you're going to have Hart and DiVincenzo knocking at the door, don't put it past Tom Thibodeau to make that change. Just saying. Yeah. Mel Bresta says the Knicks are scary and the league is sleeping on us. We got a ton of draft picks. The next seven seasons with young, good players on solid contracts, plus three Villanova players that won a title in college. Are the New York Knicks being slept on, Chris? Are they a top four team in the Eastern Conference? I, I don't think we're being slept on per se. I, I think the Knicks will finish around the four to fifth seed. Yeah. Um, but I definitely believe we're one of the deepest teams, you know. Um, sucks that we lost Obi. I felt like it would have been even better with him still on this team. But um, adding DiVincenzo, you know, extending our – Yeah, unfortunately, right? Yeah. Adding adding those guys, I just think that's going to take us to to another level. I mean, it's 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 what we didn't have. 
granted we would like some more length some more height yes but shooting ultimately is what you know held us back if you want to call it being held back because again nobody had the knicks even as a playing team this past season and you know we almost made it to the easter conference finals which is why I push back on a lot of Knicks fans saying that this team is a mid-team and you're paying all these guys these mid-contracts. I understand the argument to an extent. Like, I really do. And I understand Knicks fans want that Supermax player in here. But yeah. will there ever be a free agency like the LeBron James free agency or the Kawhi Leonard free agency a few years ago? Because every single superstar is signing these extensions. So... Yeah. The free agency class has just been B-level stars, you know? These superstars, they're signing extensions, then they're forcing a trade to their favorite destination. And until we see that guy force a trade to Madison Square Garden, it's going to be hard, man. In free agency, it's going to be hard to lure that guy to MSG. really is. Yeah, I mean, times have changed. It used to be you want to get to the big market to get the big money, to get the TV deal, all that stuff, you know, the the, the sponsorships, everything. Yep. But the way the league has progressed, you know, a team like OKC, a team like San Antonio, you know, the, you know, teams that are not as good as they once were, you know, all those teams are attractive. Why? I mean, look at Kyle Kuzma. He's over there on the Washington Wizards with, like, nobody. I mean, not to disrespect, you know, uh, uh, Jordan Poole and whatnot, but, I mean, why did he stay? Because the Wizards were able to give him a huge contract. I mean, yeah. all these teams are now able to give any player they want money. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it used to be a distinct advantage to be, you know, the Knicks, to be in New York, to be a team like Dallas, you know. And not to say that it isn't, but it's just not the same. You know, it doesn't have the same weight it once did. So, you know, it's, it's tough to get these stars because a lot of these guys are like, hey, you're going to give me the max contract? Why Why should I leave? I'm comfortable here. It's telling me I don't have to win. I just have to try a little bit. <laughs> you know, Jeff Teague said that in his podcast uh, a few weeks ago. He said, would you rather a max contract or would you rather to win a championship? And, and I forgot who he was interviewing, but then he was like, give me the max contract, man. You crazy? Like, yeah, put I mean, yourself in those shoes. Would you rather a max contract or a championship? Exactly. Like, come on, man. Hey, man, I, I was I was trying to win the, the Powerball not too long ago, a couple of days back, man. I, I, I could I could put it, you know, like that, you know. Do I want to win the Powerball or do I want to work my 95, right? <laughs> right? There you go. If you want to compare it to a average human, average American – there you go. There's a comparison right there for you. But Mel Besser also says, also, people don't know that the New York Liberty team are really good and they, and they are uh, WNBA final contenders. If they win the championship there, it will motivate. Yeah, the Liberty are good indeed. They have, uh, I think, like two former MVPs on their team, and they also have Sabrina. So Liberty are good. So will they motivate the Knicks a lot? I don't, I don't know if that's you know a motivation factor. Um, I doubt it, but Shout out to the Liberty. They're they're playing their ass yeah. off. They're they're really good this season. So um, I think it'll definitely at the least bring a lot of uh, you know good vibes to the city, for sure. That's for damn sure. And I guess it's possible you know the Knicks could feed off of that. You know, yeah, just the vibes. Yeah, it, it is possible. You know, but we'll just have to wait and see. So if you're just joining us, we were talking about the Josh Hart contract situation. People are looking at it like. <sighs> 
this is a crazy contract. It's an overpay. I've been seeing that on Twitter. I've also been seeing people saying that, look, man, it's a, it's a fair contract. He deserves it. But what if I were to tell you that it's really a three-year extension that's worth $58 million? Josh Hart picked up his option this season, and that's about $12.5 million. And then the extension that he signed, the four-year extension that he signed, the fourth year is a team option. So it's really three years, $58 million guaranteed but when you compile the extension the when you compile the option that he picked up excuse me and then the four years extension that's five years when you compile it all together it could equate to 94 million dollars that's why people are seeing that number and they're like whoa 94 million dollars josh hart coming in off the bench Uh, i don't think he's worth that much but guys he's only 14 percent of the salary cap salary cap is just going up and up and up every single year so, and we still have Jalen Brunson on a team-friendly deal. After next season, Chris, it's, he's probably going to get that max. Max, man. Brunson's eligible out the next season for an extension. But he has to make an all-star team. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Does he? I mean, if he if if Jalen Brunson has to get more money, better, I think. To get more money, I think he does. I mean, I was going to say he had the same type of season, but let's be real. He should have been an all-star last season, too. So, I mean. Yeah, that's for damn sure. I mean. Yeah, I mean Jalen Brunson, he he's definitely proven that he's here, and I'm I'm pretty sure I I say ninety nine percent he's an all star, ninety nine this upcoming season, ninety nine percent. Hey, you want to put a percentage on it? <laughs> I would put I would, Jalen Brunson to become an all star. I feel like the league finally caught up during the playoff series, especially against the Miami Heat. I would put eighty five percent that he'll be an all star. I feel like he'll be – we got to go vote for him too, man. I mean, yeah, we got to vote for, for him. Sure. You know, Derek, for sure. Derek Rose was on the ballot last year. I, I was going to say it can't be Derek Rose on there again. <laughs> but he has so many fans across the globe. But we, we need to come yeah. together as fans and vote for this guy to be an all-star team because Tyrese Halliburton made it over him, right, over the reserves or something. Someone got hurt and they picked Halliburton yeah. over him. I think that's going to change next year. I mean, that yeah, that was a big – that was a big thing too. I mean, a lot of people said Jalen Brunson should have got that nod, you know. I mean, we all obviously as Knicks fans, we all felt he should have, but you were hearing it across, you know, you know, worldwide basically too. Yeah. Don't forget he got hurt. For Jalen Brunson. He got hurt. Yeah. Uh I think all star break, he got hurt. And then remember that game, he came out, I think he dropped yeah. like forty something. I think he dropped forty, yeah. And then he was, he was like, okay, he, was, he had that point to prove. You're not going to vote for me to, to be on the All-Star team? I think it was against the Clippers where he dropped 40-something points. And then after that, he went on a tear. Like the next five, six games, he was averaging yeah. like 30-plus points. And then Shaq and Charles were like, cool. I can't believe this guy's not an All-Star. You know? And yep. come on. We got to get him in this year. 85% chance that I think he'll be an All-Star. He should be an All-Star over Halle Burton, man. 99. 99. <laughs> 99. <laughs> yeah. I want him to be, man. I for sure want him to be. Any more debates you wanted to touch on for this team, for the what New you, York Knicks? What do, you, what do you think? How do you think R.J. Barrett looks? You know, I saw some. Seeing <laughs> anything new? I saw some, uh, <laughs> I saw some clips. And, you know, he's, he's R.J. Barrett. You know, he's, I believe he scored 12 points. Um, he got to the line a couple of times, but it's it's totally different league that they're playing in. But he's R.J. Barrett, man. He's 
He's RJ Barrett, Chris. I, I mean, I bet well, I thought he looked okay. Yeah, I mean, he's shooting those corner threes. Looks like he's he's shooting them with confidence, you know? Yeah. Um, I'm seeing some good things, you know? Um, I saw a clip with him. I don't know if you caught it with um, Shy. Yeah. Having a uh, mid-range three-point battle. So that was interesting. It looked, it looked, it looked, you know, the shot doesn't look pretty, but it was going in. So let's hope that's, uh, you know, things to come. <laughs> Listen, if you're still trying to fix your jump shot in year four, I mean, hopefully it, hopefully it works out for him this year. Uh, hopefully it does. Took strides in the playoffs, really took steps forward. And I feel like he could build on that. And I feel like people are sleeping his, on his playoff performances. I really do. I feel like he can yeah. build off that, but. You know, too many stretches last year where he just didn't look right, right? Defensively, especially, man. Yeah, he looked slow. He looked uh, – I, I still can't pinpoint what exactly it was, but he I just did not I think he gained too much uh, muscle. Yeah. I think he, he looks a bit muscle. thinner. He does? He looks, he, looks a little bit, he looks a little bit thinner to me. I, I could be wrong, but, uh, I mean, I don't think he was moving any quicker out there, yeah. but – you know, he, he definitely proved this this past uh, playoff series that um, you know, he, he he has the tools, man. He might not be the flashiest. He might not be the, you know, he's not gonna wow you with the dribble moves or or much of anything. But he definitely has the tools to, uh, or I should say, the strength, I guess, to uh, muscle guys around and finish around the rim. So yeah, let's hope he takes the step that we've been wanting him to take the past yeah. couple of seasons. I mean, I. From from your lips to God's ears, I hope RJ better takes those steps, man. And I, I feel like he will, man. He's starting a four year extension, so he, you know, All Star was the goal for me for him last season because I wanted him to become an All Star. But that, I just feel like that's. I, I feel like he's not. I could be wrong, man. He's still young, but we'll we'll see. We'll see. Um, hit uh, Mel Bester in the, in the uh, comment. What do you guys think of the upcoming NBA TV? Deal, NBC wants the rights again, and you remember NBA on NBC in the 90s. Best NBA telecast ever. Yeah, uh, NBA on yeah. NBC was... Remember that theme song, awesome. Chris? Yep. That would always get me hyped, yep. man. I don't know. I'm about to play right now. Yeah, so <laughs> that would be awesome if uh, they can get that squared away. But don't know the... You know, true details on that but chris we have some nba schedule uh updates that came out today who do you think did you Ooh, see it yet i did not who do you okay there's two games opening night what we know so far we Nick. just know two we just know four western <laughs> conference teams in these two games so mm. take a guess uh what do you think the western conference teams are in these two games i must say championship Nuggets. Correct. Right. <laughs> um, That's a one for one so far. Bucks? No, I'm sorry. West. Bucks are not in the <laughs> West. West. Lakers, Nuggets. Dallas. Lakers, Nuggets, first game. Then this team made some moves this summer. Brought in another superstar slash superstar who I wanted the Knicks to dabble with and get. So Western Conference team. My mind went to Celtics, but <laughs> Western Conference. <laughs> Phoenix. Um, 
Oh my god! I complete. <laughs> you know, it's so weird to think of Phoenix as like the super team. They didn't, they didn't even come to my mind. Yeah, Suns at Golden State. That's all we know so far. And we know the Knicks are playing the Celtics. I should have known that, considering CP3 is there now on, on Golden State, man. Yeah, Knicks are playing the Celtics on October 9th. They're in a preseason game, so that is two months away. So I don't know if that's the first Nick preseason game, but we'll see, man. We'll see. Schedule gonna. I think the schedule releases in a couple of days, so we can go over that in the next pod and look at the Knicks West Western Conference road trips and you know all the uh, home and away splits and the first ten games win loss win loss win loss. Yep. <laughs> Play a win loss game and predict the record for you We're guys. So. Predict what what they're gonna be. What seed they might fall into. Yeah, that'll be fun. That should be fun. Quick little pod. We are an hour in. We talked about the Josh Hart extension. Overpay, underpay. If you're just joining us, hit that subscribe button. If you have been joining us, make sure you subscribe to the channel. Hit that thumbs up as always. But this has been fun. We're going to get out of here. And, you know, when that schedule releases, we'll be back talking about the New York Knicks, where they, what, who they play the first couple of games, you know. When is their first Western Conference road trip? You know, we just have to wait and see for the schedule released. I'm excited, man. It just feel like you know, I feel like summer's dragging, but I feel like it's going quick at the same time. <laughs> it's kind of weird. Yeah, it's it's really weird. I, I feel the same way. I mean, obviously, there hasn't been much Knicks news, but yeah, you know, I got nothing going on, man. You know, I, I bleed orange and blue when it comes to to the baseball too. So you know, my team is done. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. For those of you out there that don't know, I'm a Mets fan. Mets. So, you know, yeah, RIP, man. What an embarrassment, right? Well, at least you got Okunia, <laughs> his brother. The wrong one. I mean, what? I got to wait two two years to see what he's going to be? Yeah. Yankees aren't <laughs> doing so well either, man. So people are looking I mean, forward take, to football going on. and then the Knicks. <laughs> so. Yeah, I'm going to have to transition to football for a bit, you know, but – uh you know, let's go Giants. <laughs> Another blue team, right? Yep. Yep. I cannot wait for the Knicks. I mean, I can't wait for preseason. I can't wait for just any news whatsoever about the Knicks, man. I'm, I'm ready for this new season to start. Likewise, man. Schedule release coming out in a few days. We'll be on here. Um, don't know when, but possibly after that, talking about the schedule and whatnot. And if Evan Fournier gets traded finally, um, who knows? But we'll be talking about it as well. If there's a quickly extension that, you know, Blossoms here will be on here as well. Appreciate every single one of you from joining. I'm Anthony. That is Chris. Until next time, man, it is always let's go, Knicks. I'll catch you on the next time. Peace. Peace.